Colleagues Podcast Episode 5. My name's Christian Gravius, and with me today is Mr. Stefan Pereira and uh, Spiros Van Vales. Glad to have you guys back and glad to actually see how you guys are going. I bloody miss you, man. I miss you more. I miss both of <laughs> you more. Haven't gone insane yet. So um what a good job. How about you, Spiro? How are you going? Hey, not too bad, mate. It's a bit of a holiday for me, boys. I'm not having to see you for two weeks so far. I mean, enjoy the next three. Thanks. Photo circulating in the group chat, which we upload to you. You had a beer and, and some goggles on in a spa, so it looks like you're living the dream. Well, well, you, said, you just said it the holiday, right? Well, I was supposed to be in Bali, so I thought, you know what? Use the bathtub, mate. Make it look like it's Bali. You get that, like the like the lights, those heated lights on, so it could feel like you got some warmth going on, yeah. Like really, yeah, just making it tropical. We've got the tan going on. Put some sunscreen on as well. Got it all sorted, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, and then when, you, when you want to go to Lalo Plaza, you just get a tuk tuk driver to come get you, pay like two hundred baht. It's all good. Make it really feel like a holiday, you know what I mean? Get a Bing Tang singlet on and just make it feel like you're there. Just make it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. You were on a holiday, mate. You look a bit sunburned. Where were you? Who, me? Nah, yeah, you, you look a bit sunburned. I don't know. I've just been bloody walking. I've just been I've just been doing laps of the park, just, uh, just trying to get some fitness in. So that's how I've been... Uh, so I've been spending my last couple of weeks really trying to, you know, I've been looking at my life and saying, you know, what am I missing? I'm missing a bit of a uh, bit of fitness. So I've been going hard on that. Yeah, it's important, very important for sure. And yeah, other times like, you're going to realize what you're lacking because you've got so much time to actually, you know, go to the drawing board and say, what, like, what am I lacking? Because you do get distracted in your everyday life and you do forget things like. You walking, for example, or even myself, you know, fitness is a big part of my life and I've figured out that I've lacked a little bit and, you know, you just hold yourself accountable and keep going. Yeah. How 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 have you guys been? Like what – because I know in the first lockdown you were – you were going. You started going pretty hard on the, on the, on, on the gym, Stifler, um, but then um, now in regards to what's – what in the last couple of weeks, what have you guys really realised? So – how have you found trying to adjust? Um, and, yeah, how have you guys been, uh, you know, obviously being away from everybody mentally? Are you guys good? Uh, Spiro, if you want to start, for sure. Yeah, I'll start. Look, it's – look, at, at first, first couple of days were a bit of a struggle. It was like just going from a non nine to nine to seven day at the office, not really knowing what home is other than to sleep, to sitting there and spending – 24-7, it was like, okay, how do I get into a really good rhythm? And look, at the first the first couple of days mentally it was a struggle because you just couldn't find you couldn't find the, the, the rhythm to do, okay, this is this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing. And I found that breaking the day up and going for jogs, like we had a bit of a competition last week. You could do the most amount of K's, me and Christian. And mate, I thought I'd I thought I'd pip you there, but I couldn't even pip you on that. <laughs> um, I look, beat you every single day. Every day. By a couple of days as well. So, no, look, I, I thought that, look, adding a bit of exercise into your day, obviously gym's not being open, 
just just getting a bit of fresh air, you know, just going out there and look, it, it's, it's an hour of your day where you don't have any calls coming in or you can just sit there and just, you know what, I want to make myself healthy. I want to up my lifestyle and I've been using that the past two weeks and it's so good, really good. How about you, Stefan? Yeah, I think it's um, – I've always been – I think this is part of my life for sure and I've always correlated directly to work. Um, you know, it's kind of, you know, you, you're doing good day-to-day fitness-wise and somehow it just reflects onto your um, to your work life. So, yeah, at the start for sure, you know, you think doing it, having already gone through this in March, you go back up, you know, you go into it knowing, you know, yeah, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing. And yes, but a lot of no as well, you know. For the first couple of days, it was like shock. It was like a lifestyle shock. Um, and then, look, the I picked up a lot faster than I did previous lockdown um, where in terms of health and fitness. And, again, it's I made myself accountable for what I was doing. Um, I was real with what I didn't do. And rather than saying, okay, this week I'm going to work out five days a week, um, I think a lot of people look at that, particularly myself, you know, you look at that, it's easy to say that. The third day comes and you're like stitched up in a ditch, just like, oh, I can't do anymore, like a body sore. And, you know, and then you don't do the other two days. So what I found was rather than saying I'm going to do five days, I'm going to do today. I'm going to work out today, I mean, and I adopted that strategy and that it's helped for the past two weeks for sure. Taking it day by day rather than this is what I'm going to do throughout the entire lockdown and this one I'm going to do for the entire week and end up not doing it because, you know, I was watching, I was actually watching this podcast the other day and they and they were saying, sorry, I had a fly in my, in my house. I got it like reflexes like Miyagi. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was watching this podcast the other day and they, they were saying, you know, a lot of people don't do something because it's hard. You know, like, if, for example, in primary school, high school, you know, you'd go to the easy class because it was easy. You wouldn't want to go to the hard class. So, you know, every single time I work out now, I always say it's easy. You know, it's I've already done it and it's easy. And my mind automatically thinks, yeah, it is easy, so let's do it. And that's regardless of the mindset, regardless of our – you know, regardless of how drained the day is, staying indoors and whatnot, I'm, I'm always just like, look, it's easy. And, for, you know, that works for me. I just, it's easy and I'm doing it. So it's do, I'm doing all right. I'm doing, doing well. Doing well. Uh, yeah. Even for me, like I struggled. That first, so we locked down that Wednesday. That Thursday and Friday, I looked at, I looked back on my, on what I've walked. I, I don't think, I didn't even leave the house that Thursday and Friday, and it was driving me mad. Um, I was just all over the shop. I couldn't get into a rhythm at work. Like, I actually pretty much did nothing. Like, I worked nine hours and nine hours that Thursday and Friday, but it was – I might as well have just taken it off because I didn't achieve anything because I just – I was all over the shop. Mentally, I wasn't there. It was just – it really shocked me. Um, I'd never had to do that in my life. Um, so I struggled big time, and then I decided I was going to take the weekend off and – really understand what I needed um, to to really think about this next six-week lockdown and, and really work out, okay, what am I lacking in my life and well, what can I what can I do better? So I took that whole weekend off and I said to myself, okay, going forward, every day I'm going to start working out because that's been – that was a huge problem for me. Like I was, I was doing very well. I lost about six, seven kilos pre-COVID. 
when I when I got fit, I quit obviously smoking um, in um, in uh, in January, and that was huge. And I was doing so well, and I was swimming. I was becoming the next day in Thorpe, and then COVID struck, and I put all this weight back on, and it really threw me out. And I was all over the shop. So now I've said to myself, stuff like I'm gonna. I took that week and I said, okay, I'm gonna get fit. I want to. I, I really want to push my. Um, my my social presence and I really just worked out what I wanted to achieve um, in the next six weeks. Um, and before I, I, I'm sure you guys have, and we've got a lot to talk about what, what what we've been doing and what we want to achieve in the next six weeks. But how how have you guys been mentally? Like I haven't I haven't seen anybody. Um, I thought it'd probably be a little bit harder for myself. I think I I think I'm going doing a lot of social interaction through this stream yard and having conversations. Uh, I know we've been going, we've all been jumping on virtually and on our, on our chats and we've all been looking at each other and laughing and having some good conversations, but mentally, are you guys, are you guys good? Everyone around you, everyone well? Yeah, look, obviously mentally very, very well on my end. Um, it's all, it's always good to have the boys next to you and have a laugh and, and see each other in person. But look, obviously everybody needs to play their role and play their part during this pandemic to obviously ensure that we're all safe because last thing you'd want is any of our loved ones to be sick or um, or, or anything anything bad happen to them. So obviously, look, it's, it's a matter of just keep going. And like you touched on before, if you can't even get out of can't get out of bed and, and go for a run, how are you supposed to take on what you want to do in life? That's the most one of the most simplest things to do. Just chuck on a pair of runners and go for a run or a walk or whatever it is. If you can't do that, then you're not going to be able to to get like like you said in your last video. You can't you can't go and, and open up that business that you want to do. Or it's 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 all about having that mentality of do it and do it well. Not not doing it half assed. If you're going to do something, fucking gun it. Give it give it bloody everything. It's uh. But it's 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 hard because even I've had some people like I've I've been putting out a lot of content, um, you know, really just trying to inspire people and really get people going. And I, I haven't had arguments, but I've had a lot of people that have been commenting, um, "Oh, it's easy, easy for you to say," or "It's it's so hard um, that it's so it's so or, it's so hard for us," um, you know. And you're you're looking at things so positively, but it's. I think uh, I'm not coming from a place. I'm not saying that everything's positive just because I'm. I've got a positive mindset. Everything's going to be easy. Everything around us is bloody hard at the moment. But it's just instead of looking at the glass half empty, it's more start looking at the glass half full. But I know it's it's hard for some people, and that's why you know even with you, Stefan, how have you found it mentally? You've been you've been well. Everyone around you, everyone well. Yeah, I think it's um, obviously the circle's small. Like I, I live out of home, so I haven't. I've seen my family here and there, um, but keeping contact, you know, which is which is important. I think my my mum's a bit older, so you know, especially for the older people in anyone's family, you know, you got to make sure they're they're doing well, both, you know, in health wise, but mental wise as well, you know. Um, and it goes back to myself. I think what I've really, what I've really adopted this uh, lockdown, if you'd call it, or you know pretty much for my life going forward, um, not just for a lockdown, just for going forward, is really take, you know, breaking down what I want to do and making small goals rather than large ones. Um, again, it's uh, another, uh, something I'm quite big on at the moment, which has helped me a lot, is momentum. Um, and it's, you know, it's 
it's what you it's what you should enforce. You know, people are telling you, you know, it's easy for you to say rah rah rah. You've got a business rah rah. Regardless of where you come from, I think everyone comes from the same place. But what you have to focus on, and what anyone can do, regardless of where you're from, is continually look at the good things they've done. You know, and that's what I've done. So. Yeah, again, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym today, but I'm going to go downstairs into my garage. You know, that's the first win. I won. You know, I went down. Then the next one's I'm going to do, you know, a, a set of pull-ups. And, you know, I did one. I'm like, okay, I, got, I won. And then eventually you end up doing exactly what you want to do, but you're giving yourself more credit for the smaller things. So that's what I've adopted quite heavily, um, quite really in the, yeah, in the past week and a half, two weeks, I've had a lot of time to think about it, and it's helped me um, a lot because I, I feel like you know if you're you got to forever be learning, um, and I'm a big advocate on forever learning and forever trying to find out what I can do better. And this has really helped me a lot, you know, finding out the small goals um, in the big goals and giving myself credit for that. And it particularly helps when you can't do anything. You know, everyone going through a lockdown has the days of like, bleh. like, like if you had to describe those days, it'd be like B L E H H H H like, blur. <laughs> That's what I call them, blur days. And, you know, everyone goes to, even like blur hours, you know, everyone yeah. goes through those little periods of the day. I particularly find it later during the week. I have those, I have more frequently, um, you know, more, more frequent times of those, you know, not feeling the best days. How I get out of that really fast is really just, you know, uh, really just focusing on the small things, you know, and it's helped me ridiculously. So I think overall doing well, only getting better, always. And what – so we're two weeks into our Stage 4 restrictions now and we've got four weeks to go. What have you guys been doing? Like on a, on a, on a business perspective – you know, talking about obviously, well, we can go into prospecting or just little changes. Like, what have you said? To, what have, what what's really been your goals for the last six weeks? Of what do you want to achieve? Like, when we get out of this, what have you want to have done? And like, what are you doing on a daily business, business wise or real estate wise? Um, look, obviously, the way that I see it, obviously, nothing changes on on look on my end. It's 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 go. Get business, see it, get it. Um, obviously, with obviously the the rules and implications that we have put on us at the moment, um, it's very hard to to get those deals, which which we've spoken at length, um, time and time in the past two weeks. So, for me, look, my day my day consists of prospecting and prospecting and prospecting and trying to create those opportunities because if you sit there and you spend the next six weeks, not well, not six weeks, but if you spent the whole six weeks of, of, of stage four lockdown, um, just sitting there and, you know what, it's a holiday, I don't have to do any work, okay, my boss is not there, he's not going to see what I'm doing, oh, look, I can get away with watching a series on Netflix. By the time six weeks come, you're not going to be able to do anything. Okay. When, when, when the six weeks, sorry, the whole series, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, look. At, at the end of the six weeks, you're going to be where you where you left off. You know, nothing would have happened. You would have just been like this. You would have just gone like that. But what I'm doing is I'm just creating myself opportunities for. Okay, hey guys, look, it's it's the start of the stage four. We can't do anything. Look, your property can't be leased. It's with the same agent. Um, I can't pick up the keys. I can't do this. But look, if it, if by the end of this stage four, 
if the same situation, if you haven't leased it out or if your property hasn't sold and you're looking to lease it after stage four, let's go ahead. And that's what I'm doing. I'm making a list of people that I've spoken to, people that I've sent proposals to, people of properties that are online. So for me, when at the end of the at the end of the six weeks, well, four weeks from now is when we when we're hopefully, God forbid, we're allowed to go into our office. Um, it's a matter of I've already got a structure in place of just okay, bang, 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 bang. Um, and and look, it, it, I had to change my mentality in regards to this, in regards to the real estate side of things. Like I remember speaking to you and you asked me, "Hey, Spiros, how's your day? How did your day go?" And that day I had a really good day because look, I feel as create getting data and and good data is a good day for me. Um, you asked me what was my day out of ten. I said to you, I said to you, I think it was an eight and a half or a nine. And you asked me, oh, what was that? What was that one? What, what, why wasn't it a ten out of ten? I go because I didn't get a deal done. And I kept on thinking for that first two weeks, well, look, probably about a couple of days ago, three or four days ago, I've changed them and I've changed the way that I'm thinking about things. I just thought, you know what, I'm going to try and get as many things as I can get done, keep going, okay, it's still still as it is, but it's, but it's not. And, and you told me it's change it, change it. You can't get deals done. And, and look, obviously your understanding, if we don't get, look, obviously we're going to try and get deals done, but it, it's a matter of, okay, look, You've got the restrictions in place. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put your, your head on a chopping board. But if yeah, you do that- deals, because you, you did a deal which we'll touch on, but it's more. It's not like as many the, as the expectations is really nine ninety nine times out of a hundred. A buyer is not going to buy a property without inspecting it. Yeah. We can't, you know, or you know, or it's just or a, a potential tenant ain't going to lease a property without that. So you really can't do anything. So it's not that we can't do deals. It's just change your expectations of, you know, what you're doing on a daily basis. Of course. And look, and that's why, like I said, in the past couple of days, I've changed my expectations to just ensuring that I've got a good set of data and the, and the right set of people I'm speaking to in this time. So in six weeks' time, it's, it's like nothing, none of this ever happened. And if anything, um, making sure that business is getting three times, four times, hopefully, um, more than it is during COVID. So that's that's how I've been. Um, look, I, I think Stefan would be pretty much in the same boat or even better. He's he's always got me covered in that department. Mate, um, no, look, I think what you said just before was quite spot on. It's changing your expectations. That's what I've done. Um, and have there's a direct correlation between changing expectations and therefore motivation. Obviously, you know, your expectations are still higher, you know, as high as physically possible. That's important. You know, you can't say, again, my expectation is to do 25% of the work that I was doing prior to this because that's just, you know, that, that, that's a, that's a mental on yourself, right? So, you know, it's keeping up what you did prior to this. You know, this is reality. This is life. You know, the, you, know you keep using this as an excuse or you're going to be in the same position where a lot of other people are and that is not necessarily the best position you can be or, in particular, I can be. So what I've done, um, again, not too much different. You know, just I think have I've had more time to focus um, on things other than work, which, you know, for me and I think for everyone, you know, if you're not focusing on work, okay, then it's not you know, it's not the best, but that's wrong. You know, if you focus like an hour on 
something else and then you know the rest of the time here well it's gonna everything's gonna intertwine so nothing's really changed nothing's changed still going harder as ever still going strong um really just making sure and uh and giving people reassurance that i'm still there you know you're changing the script really that's what it is you know changing the script i'm still there it's not going to be now you know, you're not going to sell now but you know if you're looking at selling you know i'm here i can keep you updated with what's going on and we can work together to you know get your property to the stage where it's going to be ready to sell when the time comes you know you can't push people um you've got to work with people when people are ready they're ready but if you keep making contact with if you keep in contact with people when they're ready you're going to be there you know you're going to be there at that specific time and everyone always says oh you know you're lucky you know you got them when they were there it's no that's wrong you just kept being in this in in the picture until it was time for them for these particular people to sell these particular people to buy and this is the best time to do it because no we can't do inspections no we can't do you know we, we can't meet people okay that's like great can't meet people but we have a phone you know you have a phone and we've always had a phone so continue you know i just stay in contact with people let people know i'm still here and hopefully you know i'm the one that's doing this um well i know what i'm doing i can't speak for other people but hopefully you know i'm doing it more than other people so i'm the one in people's minds when they decide to sell or buy so yeah it's it's fun. great that you it's great that you've touched on that because that's literally how i've done i feel like i've kind of changed everything that i've really been doing um not everything but a lot like for example um you know i've said to myself you know in this time okay well we're probably not gonna <laughs> we're probably not gonna sell as much property so and there's probably not going to be as much real estate transaction as we like so i'm going to build other parts so for example obviously we've already touched on the fitness that's been huge for me eating healthy that's been huge um and really my my social media i've said to myself okay i want to be out there i want to be the the most out there out of any other agent so in six weeks time when we get out of this and there's people thinking of selling or in the next six months people thinking of selling they're going to be thinking about me because you know i've i've built that thing where i'm in someone's face like i'm sure i've been in your guys faces <laughs> daily just always just there with something so um and you know my stats i actually looked at my stats the other day it's been insane like i think there's about seventy-five thousand individual people looking at me a week just through christian gravius and that's just through instagram so like my stats are insane and and i want to keep building on that and you know there's all there's all other parts of the of the of, of the real estate business that we can grow so for example you know building relationships with referral partners um you know that's been something where i've been really strong on and i know i know a lot of you guys have been going hard in building relationships um with mortgage brokers architects financial planners, uh, builders, you know, tradies, they, these guys, these guys look obviously in our industry, they, they do another part of our industry and they all connect. So making great relationships with these people will give us a lot of business. Um, you know, Stefan, I know you've been building a lot of your buyers database. Um, touch on, touch on, touch on what you've been doing there. Um, and pretty much why you've been going through and just building your buyers database. Well, it's the, it's that scenario of, as I said before, you know, these people physically can't inspect property. So again, like you said, nine times out of ten, they're going to, you know, wait until this is over 
to purchase real estate. So if I can get in contact with them now, offers some somewhat of a buyer's advocacy service, let them know what I've got off market. I've listed uh, some property, uh, you know, throughout throughout this time and build the interest and, you know, again, be in people's faces until it's time for them to sell or to buy because when it is time, they're going to think, oh, you know, that person who's been contacting me week on week or every two weeks or every three weeks, I'm going to call him just to see what he's got on or if he, what he's got off market because, well, he called me. You know, they're going psycholo psychologically, they're going to be, you know, they're going to refer real estate with the person that they've been in contact with most frequently throughout this time. So, again, like building buyers, again, um, the reason why I've done that is, I've, li I've listed two uh, particular projects, um, townhouse project that is throughout this period. Um, unfortunately, I can't launch them to the market and for the next four weeks, but that doesn't mean we just keep it there. You know, I'm building up the interest for the time for when it's ready so then I can, you know, launch and say, look, remember what I spoke to you about six weeks ago? Yeah, well, this is it now. Take a look at it. So filtering out, um, changing the script and just uh you know being in people's faces for sure and again it's those things of you know do the things that aren't directly like that are so like aren't directly correlated to what you're doing because you know those are the things if you do like a hundred of those one percent things well that's a hundred percent directly correlated to what you want so the answer is not always going to be so clear which is the which is what i'm trying to say yeah, the answer is no. not going to be so direct. It's going to be in seven different people's pockets. No, you know? this way, that way. Yeah, it's going to be like a freeway. You know, you, you can take, you know, it's not necessarily one road leads to it. You know, you can fly over a freeway. You know, mm. you know what I mean? You can, you can do whatever you, you can, you know, you can, you, there's a million ways to get to the same, uh, same end goal. And, you know, sometimes veering, you know, a little bit left, going around the roundabout a couple of times is what's going to get you there. Um, and in this particular time, because it's not direct right now, you know, it's not just, hey, you know, you know, this is, you know, this is what I've listed. Are you looking to buying? Let's, you know, let's arrange inspection come through. You physically can't do that. So what? Yeah. Are you just not calling? No, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and look, if real estate, if real estate was a straight path, everyone would be doing it, and it would be easy. It's a bloody straight path. We'd uh, we'd be billionaires already, but unfortunately, it's uh. It's this is the curveball we've all been thrown, and we've got to keep fighting. And you know, uh, other ways, you know, I've been, you know, I've been putting out with you guys have been prospecting is obviously building a rental chasers database that you take that you touched on, Spiro. Um, I know you've been uh, there's been a massive emphasis on you trying to um, pick up as many rentals as possible because as and as we as we all know. Um, you know, if you if you pick up the rental, um, you know, it's obviously it it's adds on to the rent roll, and then slowly so that will turn into a uh, a sale um, down the track, which is pretty much nine times out of ten the the agency that has that rental will, will list it for sale. So it's something that you know what we do at our agencies. If as I say, if, if someone picks up that rental, it's an automatic sale to when it whenever the 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 landlords want to sell and. Um, you know there are a fair few rentals that um, that get turned into sales. I know Spiro, you've got one coming up um, from the rent roll that you listed for rent, and that will be launching. You asked me yesterday when should I launch it? Should I launch it in the next couple of weeks? Mm -hmm. um, and I just said let's just wait and see what happens. So 
um, that's been huge for yourself. Uh, chasing expired listings um, is going to be something where I think we're going to be under attack on our listings. <laughs> and um, I think then uh, we're, we're obviously going to be attacking <laughs> other agencies' listings, but I think it's just part of the game. Um, I, had a, I had an agent uh, that I was speaking to the other day um, just while I was on the porch and he said to me, have you been under fire yet? Because he was in, he, he's, in, he's in New Zealand um, and he, he reckons that he was under fire as soon as they came out. I said, not yet, but I think it's going to happen. I, um, what's your, what's you, what, what are you guys, um, how are you guys thinking, feeling towards that? And um, have you guys been putting an emphasis on, emphasis on the expired listings? Look, um, obviously, look, I, I've, I've kind of shifted from going from expired listing sales-wise to more of the, let's say, expired listings rental-wise. Um, look, I'm, I, I'd like to nickname myself an absolute pest because that's I'm a pest to every single other agent at the moment because I know it's it's six weeks where, look, uh, probably your average agent isn't going to be doing as much. Um so it's six weeks where if you're creating a relationship and you're saying, hey, look, your agent's not doing this, this, and this. I can do I can do this, this, and this for you. Um, and even just creating the opportunity like I touched on earlier, um, who knows? Look, loyalty Look, loyalty is a big thing for some people. Um, look, some, some people say, you know what? It doesn't matter if Collins doesn't do it for me. I'm going to stay with Collins until they get it done. Um, some people are like, well, you know what? I want a good deal and I want it done now. And those are the type of people that I'm looking for at the moment. Obviously, loyalty and the, those type of people that are the, those those type of people that have their properties up at the moment are going to keep with that agent until the next six weeks, which is quite fair. A lot of people that we have listed are going to keep it with us. But at the moment, it's a matter of finding those people that are willing to give another agent an opportunity and, and, and sitting there and pointing out what's going on. Um, you just need to sit there and, and say, okay, look, I can do this better and better than the other agent or I can do this and this that will help you doing it. And I think between the three of us, we all have a very good, uh, let's say, we have good strategies and procedures in place that will help us to, okay, number one, take on that agent, get a better, get a better result than that person there. So, look, for me, I, I think expired listings is the only thing or – let's say listings over 30 days, 40 days are the ones that you need to be hitting the most at the moment because if their agent's not doing anything and just saying, hey, look, there was another day of no inquiries, another day of no people coming through, another day of this, oh, look, we need to adjust the price, they're going to get frustrated. But when when you're allowed to do what you can do and you say, hey, look, your price should be at this, this is what I can do for you, this is where we should be at, they're going to be obliged, not not obliged, but they're going to be inclined to come and say, "Hey, look, Stefan, Spiros, Christian, I like what you, I like what you're doing. Let's do it." I think it just comes down to just don't just don't sleep. Like I, I know my clients. I've I'm in constant communication with them. I know it's hard how much you can talk to them, but I'm I'm trying to speak to my my clients that have listed property with me two three times a week. Hey, it's a bit of an update. This is what's going on. There isn't much of an update, but just keep communi communication because if you if they trust you and they value you, then it doesn't matter who's coming for them. They're not going to go if you if they know that you're giving them a hundred and fifty percent with what you're doing. Then there's no reason for them to 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 obviously change over but yeah so it's always just making sure just don't slip um and that's you know that's really what real estate's about um another thing as well um 
What, do you want to touch on that, Steve, uh, Stefan? No? Where is he? I don't know. Stefan's gone. Yeah. yeah. I don't, he's just staring into darkness. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, Stefan's just frozen. But anyway, we'll go in. <laughs> we'll go into... Um, uh, as well, leveling up with education and, and summaries um, that I feel like, yeah, well, Stefan's disappeared. Yeah. Anyway, he'll come back. Uh, yeah, he'll come back. So anyway, going in with um, education summaries, I've been using this time to to, to listen to, to as much education as possible, putting on as many podcasts as possible, just really just trying to level up myself really come in with a stronger mindset. I'm trying to build my mindset. I'm trying to build my skills um, in real estate and just other things that I've wanted to listen to. So um, how have you been uh, Have you been putting a lot of education into yourself, Spiro? Yeah, look, obviously, um, when we when we started, you said to me, Spiro, look, you're going to have to watch this amount of videos. You're going to have to do a summary for me, every single video. Um, look, I haven't been doing the summaries, but I've definitely been watching the videos. Um, look, I've... Uh, look, with like I touched on with you last week, obviously with the curfew ending at eight o'clock, there's not much you can do after eight o'clock. So he's what back. I'm, he's back? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Hey. I was buzzing around shooting me into it. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, you were the, I asked you a question and you were scared. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> he's disappeared. Because I was obviously so delayed, and as soon as it tried to kick back into like present, it just went. And I'm like, like what? and then it just stopped. So like, sorry if I look like an idiot. Just That's stand right. I'm back. As long as you're back. As long as you're back. <laughs> what were we saying, Christian? Oh yeah, about the uh, the videos. Just edu educating ourselves yeah. daily. Yeah, and now look, I, I've been watching. Look, I've been watching a lot of videos. They range from, look, I don't want to be that person that's going to be sitting there after eight o'clock watching Netflix because number one, okay, look, Netflix is good to unwind and whatever, but I'd rather I'd rather not be brain dead for an hour and a half and watch an educational video that might something might stick into my brain. Like, um, like I was speaking to you last week, I was I've been watching a lot of um, a lot of videos on the Business Central YouTube page, like a lot of a lot of how a lot of people in all, all the billionaires or the millionaires, all the entrepreneurs in the world, how they became rich, what they did, how companies have become big, what, what they did to, to demise. Um, obviously, go, look, I started watching a couple of videos on the Tom Panos gym. Um, one was yesterday with an agent from Marshall White. Um, I think his name was Michael Pilos. He's number three, number third agent of Marshall White. Yeah. Um, and there was one video about him in relationships was – um, was really big and, and something that I did take on board was there could be an agent that's in, in, in someone's face once a month for, for, for five years, for five years, and they still won't get the business. But if you create a good relationship with somebody and they trust you, and that's hence the reason why I'm in the BDM role, because if you create a good relationship with someone, when it goes to sell the property, they're not going to look, nine times out of ten, they're not going to look at anybody other than you. Um, so the way I see it is, from that video, is you, it's number one thing in this next six weeks, build a relationship. So number one, if you've got an ex existing one, create it stronger. 
If you don't have an existing relationship, create that relationship because you never know what's going to happen in the future. Hmm. No, it's it's one hundred percent correct. And well, I know, uh, Stefan, you've been you've been hounding us daily. We need a podcast to watch. We need a podcast to watch. Lord, yeah. what, have you, what have you kind of got out of it um, so far? Like education wise, what have you been? What have you feel like you've been learning? So every day, I yeah, I ask you guys. For a podcast, just because obviously I know Christian, particularly you, um, you've had your fair share of of uh, suggestions for podcasts. So I'm always, if I anyone, you know, anyone that's uh, wants to send me their podcast, please let me know. Like I'm always looking to learn. Again, you know, you can always be learning every day to your hundred. So I, um, yeah, I've been every day. I've decided I'm going to listen to a podcast whether you know whether that's while i'm working you know if i'm making calls obviously i'll stop and then start again um just throughout the day like i watch an hour and a half podcast and it might may take me you know five hours because you know i'm stopping and starting stopping, starting but i'm making sure when i am listening i'm listening and educating myself and particularly over the past week um i've delved heavily into quantum physics actually uh i've had my fair share of learning um how to be what i call quantum and how to be um how to really you know increase your frequency and really understand what the world's made up of and what we're all made up of and i've then learned i'm using what i've learned and you know using that in my everyday life and you know of course using that in my um all my everyday life is my work life as well so you know using that in all aspects of my life so I think it's quite uh, it's quite important for me, particularly uh, this time around, to grow, um, you know, myself from an education standpoint. And you know, it's it's easy not to learn. You know, it's easy to just do what you keep doing every day. You know, then you realise once you start doing it, oh my god, like I, I, I learned something new today. Or and you say that for the fourteen days, you know, that, that that's ridiculous. You know, that's crazy. It should be like that every day. So, yeah, I've I've, I've I've really gone strong on um, educating myself. Again, particularly right now, I'm learning quantum physics. Or you could say I'm studying it, um, which I never thought I would. Um, but it's changed a lot. You know, many aspects of my life. I recommend anyone. You know, even you guys, when you get the chance, I'll send you five different uh, five different videos that I've watched that are over an hour long on. You know, what is quantum physics? What's the study of it? And how it actually correlates to us science and real estate to my in my mind go hand in hand science and life goes hand in hand um and you know if you can again if you can help well, I'm, I'm trying to educate myself and help myself from all other aspects because i know it's all going to lead into one and to me that's um that's important for sure of course um going into uh spiro you sold um a, a property just on Monday, um, three slash two sixty four Waterdale Road in Ivanhoe. Um, you took the buyer a day before lockdown, or was the day of lockdown? No, day of, day of lockdown. Yeah, so you took him through quickly, and then obviously um, he was interested, and you negotiated um, uh, to, to do the deal. Talk us through that. What? So you used like a FOMO type of strategy to create some urgency with the buyer to get the deal done. Like what? Yeah, how did it all play out? Yeah, so look, um, he look he he inquired a week before stage four, and we were trying to just that week 
Um, obviously, we were, there was a bit of, what's the word? There was a bit of confusion in regards to what was going to happen to the industry and what, what we could do and what we couldn't do. Um, and obviously, we, both of us tried to obviously not want to be in a position where we're getting a, a nice, cheeky $1,600 fine. So throughout that week, we were speaking to each other and just saying, hey, look, I'll keep you in mind. Um, look, and, and we'll organise a time. So when it came to, let's say, D-Day, the day before, the, the day of um, when we had to close up the office, I go to him, mate, I go, look, I go, it's either you have a look at the property now, today. Um, I don't care whether it's 5 o'clock. I don't care whether it's at 6 o'clock. I ended up actually taking him through the property at 7 p.m. Um, and I said to him, mate, I go, look, it took him through. Look, obviously, at the end of the day, the property does does the talking. Um, obviously, I sat there and I said to him, mate, I go, look, you're in, a, you're in a very unique position where obviously we're going into six weeks. So, okay, we can only, we're, we're going to get virtual tours done at the property. We're going to get this done. We're going to get that done. If you want the property, buy it now because I can guarantee you there's going to be people that are that are at home that have, okay, look, I was looking to buy. Now I've got my pre-approval. And they can spend hours upon hours at home just researching the market and finding something. Um, you've got the international investors. You've got interstate investors where obviously restrictions aren't in place there um, that, that are looking to buy. And I, and I put that forward to them. I go, man, I go, you're, you're, in, you're in a unique opportunity. Buy it. I go, and pretty much how it, how it went was, look, we waited for the contract to come. Contract came within... Within 24 hours of having this conveyance, looking over the contract, um, we had an offer on, on the table. And, look, we negotiated it to just, yeah, it was a bit of a FOMO, a bit of, look, hey, buyers from interstate are looking. Um, these people are looking, mate, if you don't buy it in three weeks' time and when the market reopens like it did in Auckland, um, like you touched on earlier, um, mate, you're going to be paying more than what, what, you're, available, what, you're, what you're able to pay, pay for it now. And it's when, important. That actually. Um, sorry, sorry for cutting up. Continue, continue. I just want to. First and last time you cut me off. I just want to touch on that. Obviously, going into New Zealand, like you look at, they got out of their six-week lockdown, and now they're they're flying. Um, do you, what do you, what do you guys think? Do you think it's going to happen here? Um, do you think it's? Do you think we're going to be? Do you think it's gonna the market's just gonna completely take off? I know this the stock levels at the moment aren't that great and they haven't been for the last couple of months, but what are your predictions on the market? What market? The real estate or the stock? <laughs> no, the, the the real estate market. Like how do you think do how are we gonna get out of this? Do you think we're gonna bounce out strong or what do you think, Stefan? I think you know, when someone talks about the market, you've got to be far more specific. Um, personally, talking to buyers as most recent, as I always do, but you know, uh, quite heavily from that retrospect. And what I've said from day one, it's you know, which market are you talking about? You know, is it the housing market? Is it the apartment market? Is it the off the plan market? Is it the townhouse market? Is it the de you know the developer market? Is it you know the sub six hundred market? Is it the one million plus market? Is it the five million plus market? There's so many markets. Um, they're all different. Um, personally, I'm finding at the moment under six hundred thousand dollars is stronger than ever. It's the strongest market that stays has stayed consistent since March. There's a lot of first home buyers out there looking to capitalise on the numerous grants the government's allowing. For example, under $600,000 uh, gives you the opportunity to not pay stamp duty. Stamp duty is 5% of the purchase price. That's a massive, massive 
um, you know, chunk of money that people, particularly single income, uh, single income purchases, uh, can pocket. So, you know, when you say, is the market going to bounce? Well, again, I say what market, and you know, in response to the question, in a general term, I say, well, where there's, you know, you got to work it on a, a demand and supply, a supply demand scale. So, you know, where there's great demand and there's low supply, well, you know what happens: price rises. Where the opposite, price falls. So, it's uh, coming up. There's going to be a great demand. Um, I'm finding people are. Wanting to purchase real estate, but again, which market are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's, look, I, yeah, no, no, look, I think, I think moving forward, it's going to be one of those things where, with the properties, let's say the properties that are going to be, there's going to be a lot of owners that are scared to put the property to market. As much as we can sit there and say, hey, look, it's a good time, this and this, obviously, a, a lot of people don't like to take risk. A lot of people like to be nice, calculated, and say, okay, when the market's good, I'm going to sell. And everybody wish they could sell in a good market. But I genuinely think after this ends and we go into a, let's say, a COVID normal um, lifestyle, I think obviously the properties, obviously there's going to be a less amount of properties available. I think that there's going to be buyers that are going to obviously go back to work, start working. Look, some people have had a financial, have had financial stress, but I think the amount the amount of property they're going to be for sale versus the amount of buyers that are going to be available, I think that's going to drive prices up. That's that's my that's my thought. That's my prediction. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's tough. Like, there's so many ways to look at it. Like, um, you know, we've we've oh, we've never gone through anything like this in our lives, and I, I feel like the market for obviously the A plus property in general is still doing extremely well. Um, if it's a, if it's crap stock, well, it's it's hanging around, but I think that's just kind of standard in a sense. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, but yeah, people people think we're going into into tough times, but you know, we're, we're in a recession in a sense, if you want to call it. But I don't think we've ever had um, you know banks that have frozen their accounts till the end of the end of the year and job keeper job seeker that are that are helping a lot of people so i don't know it's going to be very interesting i think as you said with supply and demand that's what's keeping the market pretty fairly fairly good um you know but is it going to be something where are people going to be forced to sell which then it's there's going to be so much property that's going to come on the market which then in a sense there's not going to be enough buyers so i don't know i think it's just something we're kind of it's funny you're saying forced to sell because we're seeing it now christian um you know you know, the, the one site that we looked at, development site on High Street, uh, Northgate, you know, that's a mortgagee sale. You know, that's a mortgagee sale. I feel like there's going to be a lot more mortgagee sales. I've got clients now that have purchased off the plan two years ago and now they're looking to on-sell their contract. So that's that's a, a scenario where they, have, they don't own the property yet but they can sell their contract that they signed for the same price they purchased it for two years ago someone who's got the money can capitalize on that because they're essentially paying uh paying the price for a property that was of its value two years ago if that's going up if that's going down we don't you know that's that's for them to decide but you know there, there's a lot more of that so there you know i feel like that will you, you know will that be the lead determiner of driving stock higher well you know only time will tell yeah only time will tell and then you know, even Stefan, with your stuff, I think you've been you've been a very strong performer in this lockdown. You've listed two 
development sites um, in Northgate. Uh, well, when I say developments, like two, a lot of six townhouses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and a lot of four. So projects, the townhouse projects that are yeah. coming to market. Like, talk us through that. Um, how 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 did you get those in, in now? And what's kind of the strategy? What are you what are you planning on doing? And when are we launching? What's what's the what's the plan? So I've listed, uh, yeah, a, a block of six townhouses that are due for completion in approximately four months, and a block of four townhouses that are already completed, uh, you know, ready to launch, ready to welcome people inside. Now, um, both of those, both of those uh, projects, coincidentally, are actually on the same street, which is great. Um, which is, you know, it, it means I only got to walk up and down for inspections, which is awesome. But it's. Um, it, for those two particular uh, deals, well, look, I that was a lot of nurturing. Um, it was a lot of nurturing. It was not overnight. But one of them particularly, I uh, actually was uh, introduced to this particular developer in March, um, and that was through a form of me prospecting, of me driving around to different development sites and trying to get as much information as I can, and calling and, you know, just really on the ground because that's what we could do last last March, right? That's what we could do. Now you can't even do that. Um, luckily, you know, we've formed, we have systems in place that still allow us to get them. They're, they're the secret spices, you know, we don't, we don't tell anyone those ones. But um, <laughs> we, we, yeah, and both of them were a lot of nurturing and both of them uh, came through prospecting uh, through driving around through uh, introducing myself to as many people um, as I could that were related to these particular projects and trying to get the details of the owner and then providing value consistently. One of them I was, I've been providing value since September last year and the other one was March this year. So both took quite a lot of time, um, which you expect. It's a big project. There's a lot of It's a lot of money outlaid and... They want someone who they can trust, who will tell them the honest, honest opinion and advice. And I still stuck to my truth. I, I said, you know, this is what I believe it is. I went against, you know, multiple other agents in the area, and you know, came out on top. And you know, I, you know, I'm grateful, and uh, you know, thank you to those people. But you know, this is the beginning. Now we have to sell, and you know, that's. Listing property is just as hard as selling property, particularly in a market where buyers aren't jumping out. This isn't 2017. You know, buyers aren't just jumping out there anymore. So what I'm doing now to nurture the deals now, now I was nurturing, you know, the clients. I, st I still am, but nurturing the, the property is calling the buyers, you know, building interest so I, when I'm ready, when I can launch in four weeks' time, once the inspections, uh, once inspections are permitted again, I can go full team ahead, and that's what I'm doing. I'm nurturing the buyers. I'm not putting it aside, because putting it aside would be a reactive approach and waiting for a launch online for interest to come. I'm generating interest, and I personally think you know that that in a market like this is very important. Um, and there's no harm in trying, there's no harm in doing it. You know, every call made is a call closer to selling the property. So, well, why would I not do that? You know, why, why would I not do that? And to me, it's so black and white that it goes down to me 
like the gym example I said earlier, you know, in this podcast, it's getting down to the garage and just getting down to the garage saying, yes, I'm down to the garage. Then it's saying doing a set. Yes, I've done a set. Next thing you know, you've done the whole gym exercise. Same scenario. It's making one call, making five calls. It's making 10 calls. And then you're creating windows of opportunity for someone to say, hey, I actually like this. Keep me on the list so when it's when I when you can launch it, call me. I've had three people out of the calls that I've made with say that those exact words. And I wouldn't have been able to get them if I didn't call and, and put in a structure to get it. And no one wants to call everyone. Like, you know, not a lot of people want to call everyone. It's hard to stay motivated. But look at the one call, then look at five calls, then look at ten calls. Next thing you know, you're doing it every single day. And this is the, these are the tools that you learn from starting out in this job. You know, these are the tools from the beginning, from the beginning, from day one. And you, it's the fundamentals of your structure that you built yourself in the beginning, which will help you five years later. You know, there's you, you talk to any any agent, you know, like experienced agents that have been in the, uh, in the industry for 10, 15, 20 years. You know, everyone says the more people you call or the more people you talk to, the greater opportunity you have to get the goal to draft them. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> and then what's what's your what's your what's your strategy? So how are you how are you gonna launch these bad boys? So you're obviously putting in the work to um to, to build your startup. Are we gonna be launching are we gonna be launching like within the lockdown or is it going to be? Yeah, are we going to, what's the plan? As soon as we're allowed for, uh, allowed inspections, as soon as inspections are permitted, I will be launching both of them. So keep an eye out. You know they're going to be there, and the way I'm going to launch them is not just traditional. It's what myself, the two of you, and the brand really pride ourselves on, and that's a, a proactive approach to launch an event, putting it in people's faces, whether we do that through social media, whether we do that through the five other aspects that we do, regardless of it is, of the way we do it, we're going to do them all and we're going to do it most effectively because particularly at a time like this where I feel like there's going to be quite a lot, uh, you know, quite a lot coming to the market within the first one or two weeks, particularly in the price ranges where I'm dealing with in these uh, projects, you have to stand out. You have to be different and you have to do what everyone else is doing and then some and then that and then some isn't you know isn't necessarily going to guarantee you anything nothing's guaranteed in life but what it's going to do it's going to open the windows of opportunity for people to climb jump through the window and say hey I'm, i want to purchase you know that's that's what it is you know we're open, we're creating opportunities so they'll be that's how i will be launching them um you know, effectively, differently in comparison to what my competitors are doing, and uh, which which I hope, which we've proven, I think, before will achieve results. Yeah, I think like just to touch on that, um, yeah, just let's just use we'll, we add in a social media strategy with that. Just that social media strategy, five hundred, a thousand dollars spend, whatever it's going to be, that will open the doors to minimum thirty thousand extra buyers, just because social media. At the moment, is so cheap to acquire to to acquire eyeballs, um, and plus, it's just it's reach. So, adding that extra thirty thousand plus, maybe uh, you know, you add on, for example, a board, you add on realestate.com, you add on domain, you add on, 
you add on a crazy video that we'll do. You add on this. You add on that. It's just eyeballs from everywhere. You don't know where you're going to get the the eyeball, but it, or the buyer. But you've just got to make sure that you you're hitting everything. It's it's really trying to, yeah, trying to make it all that up as as we've touched on. Um, and Sandra, I can see you uh, want to want to I've been looking for the past five minutes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I just wanted to touch on something that Stefan said. It was one of those things where obviously he had to find. Of the relationship he needed that developer to trust him, to trust him with those six townhouses. At the moment, buyers are key. Buyers are key at the moment during this COVID pandemic, whatever situation you want to call it. They hope that you got a buyer or else you can't sell the bloody thing. Of course, but <laughs> buyers are key. And, and, and as it works, and as it works with um, those developers trusting you, buyers also trust real estate agents. So if Stefan creates or myself or you create a relationship with a buyer that trusts you, if you go, hey, John, number three, right down street in in Reservoir is a very good buy. I've just listed it. I, I know you've been on the market for the X amount of time. It, it, it ticks all your boxes. And they know that, hey, you've, you've sent them good quality stock or properties that you've helped them negotiate on. They've just missed out or this one here. And if you know what your buyers are wanting or the buyers that you've been speaking to, They'll trust you, and and it also helps you help your buyer. They could either buy from investment owner occupy, may refer you on to somebody else, may sell it with you in the, in the, in the future, or it's going to be you help your developer getting a sale done. So it's all about yeah. building relationships. And actually, just quickly, I, I watched this. Um, I watched this documentary the other day. I can't remember what it was called, but it was, it was actually on Netflix and it was in regards to three brothers. Um, the base of it was three brothers who – well, sorry? The identical brothers or three identical Yeah, ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. So identical brothers, they were separated at birth through a, a foster agency and they went through three different uh, families who were in three – who had three different economic profiles in terms of one of them was rich, one of them was middle class and one of them was – uh, you know, poor, and they, it was actually a, a massive experiment on uh, what works better in terms of raising a child. Is it nature or is it nurture? Now, the nature was obviously them at birth, so what, what characteristics they have through nature. Obviously, they look the same, so that's through nature. Obviously, um, you know, there are, there are particular... Uh, there are particular um, what do you call it? characteristics, I guess, that they all shared, but they all had different experiences in their life. Come twenty years later, one of them actually commits suicide. You know, one of them, um, you know, ended up somewhere else, and another one ended up somewhere else, and they they actually realised that nurturing is what actually, you know, what was stronger and what actually grew them to who they were, rather than what they were born with and the nature, you know, that you know that the, they had. So it, it really actually correlates to selling real estate. It's you know the nurturing would be in our aspect providing value and value and value and value and nurture the person and nurture the relationship and don't make it a, a one-sided relationship where you're getting business. The goal is to get business, but you have to nurture it. You have to give, 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 nurture, 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 and maybe still you won't get what you're after, but that's what it takes 
in order to deliver the outcome that you that you want. And it's scientifically proven that nature, nurture is stronger than nature. So same rules apply. Nurturing would be stronger than, hey, you know, hey, Mr. Seller, you know, uh, this is who I am. This is, you know, what I've sold in the past. If you if you need some help, let me know. Then not call them until it's time to sell their property six, eight months down the track. It doesn't work like that. The nature of it, the, the nature, they know who you are. They know what you're about, but you haven't nurtured them. You haven't nurtured the relationship. It's your friends, your family. It's everything. You know, you're nurturing the relationships around you and it's proven that that's stronger than, you know, just, just saying, hey, this is who I am, this is what I do. If you need some help, let me know. They're not going to come to you. You're going to keep nurturing it until they, till you get what you're after or until the outcome has played out because yeah, no, not, you know. You go. No, I guess I go. No, that, 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 that's all I have to say. I was gonna say there's enough other bloody agents that are just trying to uh, trying to do that. You, you you just really need to need to stand out as much as possible and value 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 is always gonna win. Being value, nurture. You know that it's nurture, nurture, yeah. nurture. Just keep in contact with people in a relationship, business relationship, relationship shape. Uh, relax. Sorry, I'm talking too fast. Relationship <laughs> business. You know it's nurturing. Until you know, and you know what, you you may not get the house to sell because they went to someone else. That's okay. You've made a strong relationship out of it that they could eventually be your friend. You know, they could be a close friend of yours. You could turn a client into a best friend. You know, so don't always. I think you know, it's it's easy to think the selfish aspect. You know, it's very easy to think these people can't give me what I want, so I'm not going to talk to them. Wrong. Mm. You know, you don't know what someone's going to give you and don't expect someone to give you anything. Perfect. And yeah, eventually, perfect. you know, like yeah, comes out of any situation, I think, focus on the positive. You know, like a perfect example is like with real estate, you, you get you get opportunities where, okay, some of them you don't even have to, like you meet the person for the one time and you list it the next day. Um, sometimes you pay them for 12 months and you get it on. You get it in twelve months' time, and then there's there's opportunities. Sometimes you don't get it, but then there's also times where, like in one one five Springfield Boulevard in McLeod, I lost it. I lost it to. I lost it to uh, uh, Morris Freeman. Yeah. Lost it to Mouse Alexander. Yeah. Lost it to Ray White, and then finally, 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 fourth time, fourth time lucky over 15, 16 months. I created a really good relationship. I got the property in our rent roll, future to sell it. Um, but also I've created a really, really good friendship um, between between me and the owner. The owner's like they live in Sunshine Coast and he called me called me last week and he goes, hey, mate, can I FaceTime you quickly? I'm like, yeah, that's sweet, mate. So he FaceTime and he's, and he's sitting like this. He's like, oh, yeah. Living. Living. Right, next, right on the pool, nice and sunny, 30 degrees. I go, mate, I go, you're lucky you're my favourite client because I'm about to hang up the phone on you. We're stuck in lockdown. But uh, honestly, guys, I, I um, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. I think it's been an amazing conversation with a lot of value. Um, it's been good to obviously reconnect with you guys and thank you so much for providing so much value about what you guys are doing. And I really hope the audience got a bit out of that. Um, 
to any real estate agents that are listening. I hope, I hope you, you got you got a bit of value from us as well. Um, but just obviously finish off. Is there anything you guys want to want to end it with? Momentum. <laughs> you need momentum. <laughs> anyone anyone, anyone yeah. doing absolutely anything, anything like go to the go to the fridge to make a sandwich. Just get the bread. Just go to the just go to the place where the gym equipment is. Momentum, because momentum is going to lead you to the goals that you're after. You just have to think of it small. Small little building blocks. Oh, well, thank you so much, and we'll keep in touch, guys. Thank you.